Hello, I am Jeff. This is something you must know by now. After many things which must now happen, there will be an exchange between myself and the quote-unquote fan-favorite, Agent Relic. This is a dubious designation and I doubt the validity of the vote which awarded him that appellation. I suspect significant shenanigans. Now listen carefully and record appropriately. Special Agent Rachel Glenn, she lets you know that there's a small forensic staging area that has been set up by the FBI on floor 12. And so when you get into the elevator, you go ahead and make your way to floor 12 to check okay. in with that staging area. You do find there respirator masks sealed. Now we're not talking the full, you know, Ray Cow biohaz suits that are in the van outside, but there are full body forensic suits that you might see a forensics team wear in a particularly nasty scene. There's also several testing stations. Prentice, you can see it's relatively good quality. There are many FBI officers here, about half a dozen, continuing to set up and what look like prep parts of the station. They acknowledge you, nod politely, and go about their business. So I guess it's, uh, you know, I guess Suit we laid out that equipment showing up. Well, if we've got suits up here, I don't know if we need the ones from the van, do we? Well, they're not the full suits, just um, respirators. Give these ones respirators in full in full uh, forensics body suits. No, yeah, they're not. They're not suits. Ray Cal hazmat suits, right? Just, Correct. Just keeps the blood Correct. off your pants. That's all. I, I'd I'd feel more comfortable with a full on. Yeah, and, until we know what we're suit. up against, Jess. Ryan's going to be a little impatient. Just he'll acquiesce, but. In general, I feel like he's kind of evolved into being a little bit more uh, <laughs> open evolved. to, yeah, almost kind of, yeah, <laughs> being a little bit, I guess, a Superman complex to a degree based on his uh, <laughs> recent physical changes. Well, if number of teeth means you're a Superman, then yes. Hey, how many hours of sleep do you need? <laughs> 
he'll, uh, you know, just kind of stand by going along with the group. Okay, so he's not going to get get a Superman complex going. He's just going to wait, like an uh, like a, like an untermensch. <laughs> it's it's I'm a trap. I'm just kidding. I I'm not it's trying to like. I'm not trying to push you into anything. I know. No, I wanna. I'm just kidding. Okay, y'all wait, and before long, the elevator returns, and there are several agents and a uniformed police officer carrying lots of equipment that was once in the back of your van. This includes many large biohaz suits, looks like three, as well as what looks like major parts of the mobile lab. Those are deposited crudely in front of the elevator as the men and women carrying them return to the elevator to get more unless you stop them. Oh no, they're welcome to get more. Okay. Uh, well, as you wait, almost uh, all as of they, the- As they walk away, I'll just say, hey, looks like we just need one more. You said there was three, right? Correct. The contents of your van are brought up for you and left here for you to examine and set up alongside the FBI forensics headquarters here. So Prentice says, so So you see, this way, it's not our fault if somebody else goofed up as he's putting <laughs> putting himself into a hazmat suit. Got it. Paris kind of chuckles. And uh, <laughs> he begins setting up some of the testing station that was brought up. Got it. Does Prentice know how to put on a one of these high level biohazard suits? They're not they're not intuitive. It takes a little training. Is this something Prentice would have training doing as a plastic surgeon? I wouldn't think he would, yeah, honestly. Yeah. But well he, he is familiar with similar equipment. So let's let's see how he how he does here as he looks sure. it over. I'll go ahead and roll for him one moment. I hope he does well because if we're supposed to be yeah, if you guys selling look the like fact that we're CDC down. agents. <laughs> if y'all if y'all look like a bunch of tranguses putting this thing on backwards, it's not going to go well. <laughs> Be a real short on. <laughs> so Prentice, it, it, it's similar to some lab work that you you know did during your education, part of your residency. It's pretty complex, but you think you've got the hang of it. You go ahead and and do your best to fit yourself and help the others who are completely lost so at least you look a little bit more expert than they do but there's a struggle there in the hallway in front of the elevator mm-hmm. fbi agents look up and one of them furs her brow watching you as you attempt to get these large bulky suits on your frames after a good 20 minutes of struggle paris gives her a thumbs up and a big smile <laughs> after about 20 minutes of struggle you four feel like you're as buttoned up as as you can get Prentice turns on portable oxygen to each one of your suits. You hear a steady hiss coming through chest cavity and into your ears. It's got kind of a plastic smell in here, but otherwise you seem to be breathing fine. Okay, Agents. we're geared up and we're set. We've set up our equipment, or is that still not done? You don't know anything about this equipment that they brought up. There's a lot of silver suitcases, a few large kind of crate looking objects they all look like they kind of fold out mm-hmm. and maybe turn into something okay well prentice is going to spend some time familiarizing himself with the equipment okay probably take a few hours is that uh, what prentice wants to be doing well that's what are a bit, the others that's, doing? never mind we'll we'll come back to that when we need it okay chris you had said that the uh, agent glenn mentioned that they had already taken samples correct and that they were left at the crime scene okay so that's so on we'll the next to, floor up. we'll have to hoof it down to here if we want to test those samples i understand i think that we should head up to the 
take a look at what we're dealing yep. with. I agree. These suits don't have radios in them, so you all sound fairly muffled to one another, but you can, with with some difficulty, understand and, and articulate. The doors open to floor 14. You step out into the red carpeted hallway. There's no activity up here. It's silent, motionless. It's tough to move around in these suits. They are really hampering your range of motion. Agents, where would you like to go? Floor 14 to 1409. So 1409, that's, uh, that's, uh, 1409 13. Is the body. Yeah, 1409, but that, that adds up to 13, those numbers. Mmm, little Gamatria, you're, you're getting into the. Yeah, let's get in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's secrets everywhere. I'm sorry, 1409 adds up to 13. Add those numbers together, my friend. It's 14. Yeah, and it's sweetie. definitely not, not 13. Yeah, a... I can't do math. I think I've made that very clear in the past. Oh my god! <laughs> Add those numbers. I love the confidence. Was yeah, the confidence was really the confidence intense. Was... Like I was almost like, "Am I? Am I?" And also, we're clearly the assholes for forgetting. Uh, he doesn't do that. I love Amber's condescending. It's fourteen, sweetie. I love. It. Can we get that that as a snippet? Yeah, that's gonna go in the trailer for next season. Awesome. Just with. Can so somehow fun. an audio head pat? Needs yeah. To there, there. <laughs> there, there. You four stagger and shamble down the hallway. You notice that all of the doors, their electronic locks are blinking green. And when you get to 1409, uh, let's open for you. The door opens inward with a satisfying click. And let's just go ahead and roll the sanity here. What you see is a little entryway to your right is a Closed closet door to your left is an open door into a bathroom. And right in front of you, two twin beds matching those that you saw. The FBI photo shown to you by Porter only a few moments ago. Spunky Porter. But shoved in between is an even larger body than the unnatural bloat that you saw in that photo. Seeing it in person now, it's 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 impossible. This cadaver, it's 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 pinned almost fit to burst between these two twin beds. It's enormous. And it's really started to turn a deep purplish color in places. The face is unrecognizable. The eyes pushed out of the sockets as the rest of the face bloats like a balloon that's been pushed against a wire mesh. Each one of you takes a gulp as you file in, looking at this terrible corpse. It's in a condition that should not be. Go ahead and roll your sanities, please. This will be for unnatural. Were you saying that like it's gotten bigger since the pictures were taken, or it's just like in person, it's just much more it appears, significant? It appears larger than the photograph that you saw on that whiteboard projector. Okay. I guess Ryan will say that out loud to the group. Does this thing look like it's gotten bigger than what we saw in that photograph? Yeah, this is fucked up. What was that you guys said? D- does this thing look bigger than what was in the photograph? Yeah, it looks Ryan... fucked up. Yeah, it looks it looks a little bigger. What? I said it looks a little bigger. Right. That's not Ryan. what I thought he said. Ryan, what? What did you think That's he said? That's not what I thought he said. <laughs> what? Why do you keep... Every time we talk, the, 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 the handler flips a coin. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so, that, that tree is far away. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Oh, shit. Can we? Is that the end of the what bit? I think we can keep can it we going. Take these things off. 
<laughs> hey, take what? your take your mask off so I can hear you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Back All of you, Chris. I don't you, know uh, if you need us to redo any of that. <laughs> oh yeah, please redo that fucking bit again because I just can't wait. Um, no, please don't. <laughs> Um, all of you reel back from the sight of this enormous distended body. Again, it looks like it's about to burst at any moment, barely held together by the almost translucent skin. Oh boy. It is coming up to your shoulder in height, Paris. It might be a good idea to throw some tarps over this bad boy before he explodes. Should we relieve some of the pressure maybe cut it he kind of says that looking over to prentice uh so i guess i uh, i mean i would i would suspect that'd be a terrible idea as as a player maybe a doctor has some sort of skill that would tell me a better outcome than i can think of i will say agent paris does start walking through the the part or the room looking for uh mm-hmm. what am i trying to say looking for Something to Danger. Clues, markings, alien animals. Yeah, Agent Paris isn't going to look too too closely at the body just because that's Prentice's area of expertise. Paris starts canvassing the space, I guess, is the way to put it. Sure, sure. I mean, you notice that there are, as you kind of step back, looking back at the body and the two beds and then behind you the dresser and the flat screen television, you do notice there are two suitcases, one on each of the beds. They both look like they have security combination locks attached that are opened. On the dresser, you do see a cell phone sitting there, as well as what looks like several samples taken in plastic cap test tubes in a rack. Uh, There's also some labels on them, but they are blank. How do we know what the samples were taken of from where in the room? You're not sure actually, but there are two of them with clear liquid. The other three are empty. Ryan's gonna walk towards the bloated fella gently poke it with his foot (laughs) like maybe in its leg why why it's a roadkill hey hey i'm using adverbs over here i said gently (laughs) gently but like also (laughs) kick it like it's roadkill jesus christ yeah let me gently um to see if it has much give or if it's like really solid yeah, you use your suited or your suit-covered toe, or I guess your little booty, yeah. to kick at the bottom of the thing's poke. Well, yeah, yeah, where where you can see little bloated nubs of what were feet and toes sticking out. Give it a good poke. The whole thing gives to your nudgings, and like a large plate of rotting jello, Oof. the thing sloshes back and forth as if filled with great gouts of fluids fucking gross it takes a moment for it to settle again prentice says that's really unsettling and uh nice nice i guess he's gonna check the body for signs of wounds or injections of any kind now that's i realize that on such a bloated body is gonna be a pretty monumental task but i think it's a good start for you start scouring the distended surface of what was ostensibly once a man looking for entry points, but it's as taut again as a overinflated balloon. Mm. You see nothing of the sort. I'm wondering, Prentice, 
Do you think that maybe we get a syringe and take a small, I guess, sample from whatever's inside of it? Uh, yeah, they probably if already have that in those samples that they took, though. Is there is there anyone in the hallway? Is there anyone else, I guess? Anyone who's... Or the folks that did the initial kind of sampling around? Absolutely not. In the other the rooms were the other agents. Oh, you know what? I forgot something we should probably have done prior to entering is probably coordinate off with some CDC. Like, I'm sure they have, like, plastic seal gates. Prentice Muses. Prentice muses. Well, belatedly, really, what I what I'm trying to get to, Chris, like if there's someone, Ryan's gonna go try to find somebody to you know, ask. You know who... that the agents that have been quarantined are in 1403, or you could go back down to floor 12 to talk to somebody. Okay, Ryan's gonna walk down to 1403. You open okay. the door, I assume. It's uh, again blinking green. Uh, it appears to not be locked. Yes. And inside, you see, well, five individuals. They're Eyes are a bit scared, tired. Most of them are wearing suits or have removed their suit jackets. Two women, three men. They all kind of look up at you in half recognition, half surprise to see a lilting hazmat covered figure suddenly appear in their doorway. Everybody, thank you for your work so far. I'm with the CDC. We're here to further investigate the scene here. First of all, please let us know if you start to feel ill or any other abnormal symptoms. But I also would like to ask who has already prepared or taken the the samples that are already in the room. It'll be, I didn't see them labeled and it would be helpful to know what we've already uh, taken samples from. God, I keep just saying samples like a dumbass. What if the, what if the, you know, you sound super pro. Like that's all CDC talks about. Sample, sample, samples. You're good, man. You sound just like a CDC guy. <laughs> One of the women slowly raises her hand and she answers, she says, I, I took the samples before, well, before we, we called the quarantine. Great. What, what did you, what was the protocol there? Well, we wanted to test the fluid. We were noticing that the, the body was, was, <clears throat> was growing at a unprecedented rate. Some of the other agents look at her. They, they look as confused as she sounds. So we, we went ahead and, and wanted to see what was inside. Used a syringe and just drew some of the liquid out. We were going to test it, but couldn't do it before the quarantine protocol went into place. So you didn't get the liquid out? The sample should be in, in the room. Oh, you didn't get it to the testing center. I understand. Great. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. When you withdrew the syringe was, forgive me for the, the graphic question, did any of the liquid leak out or did the entry seem to, I guess, heal over? Uh, there was a fair amount of, she swallows, leakage. Thank you. She nods. Like I said, please just remain here. We'll be in touch with any updates as we have them. And hey, hey, are you, are you going to like check us out? Are we okay? One of the men says. Sir, we absolutely will be checking you out. We do have a medical examiner on our team, but right now our priority is to understand if there's any immediately identifiable substance or otherwise uh, indicator of harm in the scene itself. That's why I also asked if any of you please, if any of you start to experience abnormal symptoms or feeling sick in any way, immediately inform our team. I, I feel fine. So, so you think you think we're gonna be all right? Yeah, we feel fine. I'm. That's fantastic news. We aren't gonna release you from the quarantine until we 
know for sh- for certain, and part of that will be ensuring an understanding of what the cause of this uh, strange phenomenon is. I do appreciate your your patience here. You see them visibly kind of deflate, and they, they are still very worried. You can feel the anxiety in the room. I understand that this is not an ideal way to uh, to spend the day, and this was unexpected for all of you. I appreciate your patience, and I promise you that we're going to do every effort we can to get you out of here as fast as possible. Uh, then he is going to leave the room. While you're doing that, Agent Paris moves to one of the open suitcases in the room. This is the one closest to the entrance of the room itself. Again, has an eight-digit push-button security combination lock. It's open. This allows easy perusal of the container. Go ahead and open it up. Despite the difficulty of manipulating the contents while you're in this cumbersome suit, you begin to look through men's clothing neatly folded, set it aside, and you do find tucked into one of the side pockets. It looks like a receipt. There is a good amount of Chinese on it, which you cannot read, Paris, I don't believe. I cannot, no. But you also see a bit what are you trying of to say? English on it as well. It says that it's from the Jade Auction House in Hong Kong. Written below that is 15000, and on the line next to it, the word figure. Not very descriptive. Well, that adds up to six. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Really? Run that past Prentice. And then we'll we'll know for sure. Oh, I'm sorry, it's seven. Roy's, in, to be Roy's sure. still in the room, right? Yes. Yes. The only one who's not in the room right now is Ryan. Agent Paris looks up and says, Agent uh, Royson, you might want to take a look at this. Can you read any of this? My languages are all Middle Eastern. But the short answer is no. <laughs> but the English is is highly, highly readable. Love that. The English is highly readable. When we get back down to the... Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <sighs> I can make out these other letters. Y'all are on a roll today. Sorry, Amber. <laughs> um, we are filled with comedy, and it has to be let out. All right, I assume that means that's everything he's going to find in the suitcase. That's all you find in this first suitcase, that is correct. That is of any interest. Yeah, then he moves. Royzen's he moves gonna in. start digging through the other one. Royzen again. It's very cumbersome, but you begin your search. You open up the container, and it's completely empty. Well, that's weird. Or is it? Use your real eyes. And there's nothing <laughs> in the liner or anything. You're feeling around. It's it's again tough to really have some tactility here with these big thick rubber gloves. You don't feel anything obvious. You know you want to take those gloves off. Get out of my head. Give in to the voice. I'm happy to give you a search. It's just going to be at a detriment. If you want to start searching, just let me know what you search. If you're searching the liner, no problem. We're going to roll for that. It'll just be at a minus 20%. So I think Roizen's going to hold off on that. She's, She's hesitant to take her gloves off until she's sure that this is actually under their purview and not an actual CDC problem. What? I mean, it could. It could I'm, be a, both. I'm, conf- I'm confused <laughs> about this. So, so, okay, okay. You think that the body could be okay? You are 100% certain the body is not a CDC problem. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just meta that for you. Then reason. It is not a natural. This is not like a normal bloated body. If I didn't make that clear, my big apologies. This is not a normal bloated body. Yeah. And it's basically a whale corpse at this point, right? In that case, Royson's going to go ahead and take her gloves off and her mask while they're in the room. Oh boy. Uh, 
if you start to do that, Prentice is probably going to freak out on you. That's yeah. you're going to need to freak out on her because she just out. started doing that. So Prentice is like, "What? What are you fucking doing?" My job. But you don't know if it's a spreadable disease. The respirator lands softly on the bed next to the empty suitcase as she clicks off the large, cumbersome rubber gloves. What do you want on your headstone? I don't think you'd be able to spell it. It's okay, I'll memorize it. The air in the room is humid, musty. There's kind of a sickly, sweet smell as well. I need you to roll your alertness, please. That's a success. That's a good success. You think you can hear music coming through one of the walls? Which one you're not sure. Your senses are still kind of readjusting now that you've got that giant cumbersome sealed hood off you look from side to side and then back down at the empty suitcase is anybody else hearing this hearing what i'm hearing music can i hear it you hear only the steady hiss of your oxygen supply well i'm not taking off my damned hazmat suit to hear something you say yep ryan's still in the other room yes yeah yeah this is uh you're almost out it's okay you're you're you're, you're stumbling and shambling your way back down the hallway as we speak. Royson shrugs, looks at the corner as if she is expecting an answer from someone else, and then goes back to feeling around in the suitcase liner. Now that she actually has tactile feeling in her fingers. Yeah, roll a search. Oof. Pretty ouch. Pretty bad. You may check your search. You feel around, and the liner doesn't appear to have well anything but. Folds of this vinyl material. Don't think there's any secret compartments here. Look at the outside. It's faux leather. Feel around. Doesn't really seem like there's anything to be found. It's just empty. Something's missing, obviously. Whatever he was carrying in here is not here, so... Maybe he ate it, says Prentice. The door clicks open as Agent Ryan shambles back into the room you immediately notice ryan that roizen's over there with her head and hands exposed oh sweet we can take these off ryan goes to start taking his suit (laughs) no 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 no. that was her choice and that was a foolish choice and i would not have advised that in fact i advised that she didn't but she did it anyways she keeps licking her fingers pensively like like there's some kind of secret in her fingertips that if she could just taste the secret, she'd find the answer. But I think she's just licking up disease. Tastes like chocolate. I think she's licking up <laughs> where, disease. Where, what just happened? Needs, needs to stay in, Chris. It needs to stay in. She's licking up disease. I love the idea. Ugh. Ryan's going to roll his eyes at Prentice and say, I just talked to everybody in the other room. They all report feeling perfectly fine. They've been around for a while. I, uh... You know, I mean, uh, diseases have incubation okay. periods. There's, there's Look, so I, much. I, I understand that, but I let's let's say this. I've worked with Royce in here for a lot longer than you have. Her intuition on the unnatural has rarely been wrong. Oh, so y'all have seen it all? Great. Ryan's great. going to. I'm so happy for you. Continue uh, to take his. Also, suit off what would you like on your gravestone? Has a fit, like an embarrassed child. What would you like on your gravestone? I don't think that you will be invited. <laughs> and then he also informs the group that those vials of of liquid, they were taken from our uh, fella here. Apparently, there was some oozing once the needle was withdrawn. Great. Why don't you give it a taste test since we're just ignoring all kinds of safety procedures? 
I don't think that normal safety procedures apply when we're talking about things that don't or at least shouldn't actually exist. My mind is boggling right now with what you choose to believe when you believe it. Awesome. So let's... um, What have you found so far, Prentice? (laughs) Jack fucking shit, but that doesn't make you right. Well, you got me. Hey, Chris, out of curiosity, (laughs) does like the law of matter or laws of matter apply to unnatural? It's a very interesting question that I will never answer for you. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) Can Ryan inspect the vials? I guess a a thought I'll voice to the room is, I wonder if, look, this substance needs to be coming from somewhere, or at least I hope it does. Let's maybe mark the... the the vials what's filling it up i'm wondering if it's replicating let's maybe mark the vials to see if the sample is replicating if the so you amount that's in there is increasing i hear you you want to see if there's some kind of cell division or something going on yeah exactly okay i'm on board let's take those samples downstairs you and me there's a writing utensil that'll that'll work for you you can even use the label that's already on the vial to kind of just draw on it there's a, a pen oh that's perfect yeah. Yep. Just just a line of like where it's at currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. There you go. I don't Keep know if we up. need to necessarily take it downstairs yet. You know, mm-hmm. let's just let's draw the sure. line here, but I want to continue investigating to see what else we can find before we haul ass back downstairs. I'm super afraid of this body exploding, and I'd like to get at least the body covered in a tarp. But then again, what will that do? It'll just blast the tarp off. What am I thinking? I mean, maybe we should maybe we should drain it. Oh god. Drain it into I don't water. think yeah. we have enough buckets. Into the <laughs> in, into the toilet? <laughs> No, we could drain parts of it. Oh. It's not. Nothing we're doing here is... Fun? Fun. <laughs> but I think you know part of what we need to be doing here is making sure that any signs or evidence of unnatural is discarded with. And I would much rather drain this body in a controlled way rather than letting it seep across this floor. I'd rather we just bag it, take it out of here, and burn it. And then start looking into what may have caused the issue. I don't know if burning the body is a great way to. There's a lot to burn there, Paris. We can't leave it here. We certainly can't. One thing at a time. Let's uh, let's knock out the first clue of what the fuck happened to this guy. Well, I found this receipt. (laughs) Wow. So he went shopping and now he's this way. (laughs) Give me a second. (laughs) Case closed. I think we're done here. We can wrap things up. So bad. No, I love it. I just feel like this episode between me and Eric, I just feel very bad for the rest of you. Take a look. And Paris attempts to hand Prentice the uh, receipt since we're both still yeah. in hazmat suits. Yeah, and our it's two a, big an awkward gloved fumbling. hands. Yeah, 
Yeah. Fumble. It's an awkward fumbling, and it gets crumpled a little bit. Paris walks over to Prentice and just holds it up against the his face shield, so it's just right in his face. There, better look. That's pretty cool. I don't speak Chinese or read Chinese. And so the English? We're going to need somebody who does if we want to read that. $15,000. That's about all I'm getting here. Uh, or figure. Once we're done on this floor, I can translate it. We and yeah, translation can be done wait. later. We don't need to do that right now. The one five zero. A lot of Google Lens. The one five zero 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 is preceded, and I I did not mention this, and I apologize. By HK dollar sign. Oh, okay. Hong Kong dollars. <laughs> well, this changes everything. It does. Yes. Yeah. Did you feel the shift? Well, yeah, because well, I, yeah, I thought it was like a a lot number or something. So now that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Ryan's gonna go over to the fella. Yeah. And it's not difficult. To... You basically hop two inches to the right and you're there. I'm gonna kick him again. Give him a little nudge. <laughs> I t- First of all, I just so jump on it. do want to. Do whatever you want, man. This is your game. Like you can do whatever but, you want. No, like I want to from like a just you know, it's fun to poke jello. So we just take turns <laughs> climbing onto a bed and then elbow dropping <laughs> the the blob. But Ryan's going to try to lift a leg. And what he's looking or interested in is to see how heavy it is. You reach under the great girth. This is weird science. Of this distended body. Down to the purplish, bluish layer that is ringed around the lower part of the cadaver. You can see that large nub that was, again, likely a foot attached to a calf attached to more is sticking out from under the engorged belly you reach and you try to pick up this sloshing nub and it's like tempting to pick up a beanbag in a lot of ways it pours between your fingers barely holds mm. its shape it's slimy slick a little warm but you can lift it the problem is most of it's attached to the rest of it which is incredibly heavy i might need a refresh on the description then so it's like the 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 belly is what is like the mass it's like a and then it's kind of this is this is a very good question over the rest of the body or like is the whole body gelatinous and bloated all the way around the whole body is gelatinous and bloated all the way around including the face however the belly is disproportionately distended from the rest of the bloating and so So if i made a man out of dough Mm -hmm. this person is the proved dough yeah <laughs> what is happening yeah I can, that's I how can. dough works we're not putting him in an oven uh, uh, no i know but like i'm just saying like it's, i don't want like, to think about this guy in food my dude just give a nice egg glaze so it's a good crust <laughs> make sure to make some crisp the, the belly before. okay so that's interesting then ryan's going to put his hand against the belly Mm-hmm. to see if he feels any vibration or movement from within. As you let it settle back down after moving the leg a few times, uh, again, the whole thing kind of sloshes, jiggles, and comes back to rest. You hold your hand up to the bottom of this veiny, bluish-purplish belly, and wait. You don't feel anything. The others in the room watching you carefully as you commune with this massive bloat. But no, there's no movement. So anyways, (laughs) Ryan's going to stand up and address the team. So we've clearly got some unnatural thing affecting this person, but... So we're no off better than we started. Well, from 
what our our mission is you know we're supposed to be clearing the area of unnatural and effectively performing the cover of the CDC so I suggest that we leverage the resources that are here to try to get this cleaned up moved whatever it might be I'd prefer if we could find a way maybe via a body bag or an extra extra large body bag to get this back into the truck downstairs so we can transport it to a more discreet place I don't think they make body bags this big that is correct. The rest of the scene cleared up. Can we zip two of them together? <laughs> oh my god. We're going to Voltron a body bag for this guy. <laughs> then R- Ryan's going to turn to Prentice and say, all right, well, what do you recommend we do? Well, as the resident doctor, <laughs> I am well out of my league here. I, uh, I mean, I'm good at one thing, and that's doctoring. And I can tell you this isn't good, but I need a microscope. I need time with the body to do the things that I do. Ew. I. How about you go check out the folks in the other room? Give them a once-over to see if there's any <sighs> symptoms of illness that you can identify. Yeah, that sounds like sounds like a great idea. Hey, Princess, how uh, how much time do you need with the body here to do what you do? So gross. <laughs> well, That's first cool. and foremost, I'd like to determine this. The factor of safety here that is being... So cavalierly ignored, I'd like to make an assessment so that we know if we're safe in this room without all this protective gear. How do you make that assessment? Well, I need, like I said, time with a microscope is first and foremost. If I'm going to start looking at the agents in the other room, I hate to say it, but I'd like to give them a full physical, make sure there's no signs of any kind of disease onset, check lymph nodes, all that stuff. We got a really, we got a lot to do and, and not enough doctors to do it. I mean, that sounds like the right move. This is going to take a little while to uh, canvas the rest of this room. Maybe you can get started on the um, those other agents, see if we can release them while we uh, keep searching right. here. Sure. You'll want to so make up So that's what uh, Prentice is going to do. He's going to huff off and start checking out the living people. Yeah, you grumpily introduce yourself and then start pulling each one of the agents aside into the adjoining bathroom to perform a awkward and hampered physical examination from your large biohaz suit and uh yeah that's that's what prentice you're going to be up to we'll get back to you the other three agents are left in the room with the large distended cadaver what's the plan are there any other personal belongings in the room chris yeah so we've got those two suitcases we have a cell phone on the dresser and looks like there's some toiletries in the bathroom no one's looked at the closet yet that was another item there's also a window with the drapes closed shut chris did you mention that there was, because this guy was being surveilled, was that via like a bug in his phone or something? That's a good question. Maybe one that of the FBI agents just knows. As to the ether, okay. Well, if they had FBI agents on this floor, most likely the room has bugged too. So, crap. Well, what's interesting to me is if there were some electrical interference and then after which this situation is the result, Ryan gestures to the body, Maybe that they're correlated. Yeah, we should probably find and smash any bugs before, well, we've... Why are we worried about bugs? Because we've said too much. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Agent Paris starts uh, canvassing the the room. Four bugs. Ryzen does as well. Okay, so you're specifically looking for electronic listening devices? Is that correct? Listening and video. Nobody can stop a laser mic. Ryzen's already lived two ops longer than I expected, so... It's that, pl- it's that plot armor. Chris Ham J vaporizes right. plot armor. 
Go ahead and both of y'all just roll your searches. You're both on missions. That's a fail. Well, that's a no. Yeah, y'all start to look at everything you can. Now, Parrish, you're still pretty fully suited, so that was a minus 20%. Doesn't matter, but uh, yeah, you were hampered, of course, in your efforts. Now, starting screwing light bulbs, looking at uh, outlet covers, doing your best to scan every corner and seam of the room behind the furniture. And yeah, that's what y'all are up to for now. That leaves just Ryan kind of standing on his lonesome in the middle of the room. Ryan's going to call Agent Glenn. Yeah, you call down. This is Special Agent Glenn. Hi. Part of our briefing mentioned that there was uh, electrical interference in the surveillance of Mr. Ng. Is that correct? That's my understanding, too. To what degree was the gentleman being surveilled? What were the uh, methods of information gathering? My understanding is that there were parabolic microphones pointed at the at the walls of the of the room itself. We had agents posted on the floor to do so, transmit back to the van. And so there was interference with the signal that those agents were within the the sound that those agents were getting fed back from their microphones. Simpson and Turner on 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 your floor will be able to be more specific, but my understanding is the whole van shut down. They couldn't find anything wrong when it finally powered back up. Interesting. Did you speak with anybody else who experienced any other kind of, I don't know, electronic disturbance at the time? Power outages, anything? There's been nothing that we've come across, but we've been sidetracked by the quarantine. I understand. Thank you. Any, anything else? She seems a little confused. Are my agents okay? We're having our uh, medical expert look at them right now. Thus far, they have not reported any symptoms, which we are taking as good news. We'll be in touch on... The results and the body, is it physical. a contagion or are we just dealing with a particularly bloated corpse? That is what we are here to try to understand. Right now, um, it's she looking sucks. to be... But l- let me ask you, what... Um, should I ask for body bags? I feel like I should... I don't know. There's no body bag in the vicinity that's going to work. You need like a literal circus elephant body bag, which I don't even think that exists either. Okay, it's up. Okay, then. Never mind. Appreciate your patience and the the crowd control will be in touch as soon as we have more information. You hang up before she can respond. I relay the information about... Uh, let me just say, let's say I took that call on speakerphone, so at least Royson and Paris Yeah, as, as they're unscrolling light fixtures, they can hear uh, especially... Yeah, <laughs> the parabolic microphone thing, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we should go talk to Simpson and... Was it Turner? Correct. Simpson and Turner and if Prentice is done with their their physicals, understand a little bit better. It's only been like five, ten minutes, so probably not. Okay, well then, maybe we'll just talk to him anyway. He says that to Paris and Royson. Well, Uh, I guess I got a seat back up. Royson, you want to come with me? Yeah, I'll go with. Let me put this stuff back on. Oh, yeah. Ryan, Ryan's also going to put his suit back on as well. Yeah, with some difficulty, you both start to try to put this stuff back on. Paris, what are you up to? I'll, uh, I'll stay here and keep an eye on old... Uh, oh, I'm not clever enough for a funny name for this guy. Mm. Bloaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick around and... Uh... How about Old Faithful? Because he said guys are about to burst. That's what I'm worried oh, about. No. <laughs> uh, it's like, I'll stay here and keep an eye on uh, old Blimpy here. <laughs> they leave you alone in the room paris you're staring at this distended flesh it seems to get darker and darker as you watch is there anything else you want to do in this room get the cell phone for one pick up the cell phone and check the closet you open the closet door and 
So there's a set of empty coat hangers, but behind that, you can see that somebody has, well, scribbled all over the wall. Someone's used black charcoal or chalk to draw harsh, quick lines. A picture of a large door, complete with a round handle. It's there on the interior drywall. You look closer and honestly, the, the lines seem pretty bold, well-practiced. They remind you of maybe calligraphy, the way they're, they're patterned. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I reach out and uh, poke at the doorknob. The dark substance smears a bit under the weight of your large rubbery finger. Kind of shake my head like, that's stupid. And then I go check the bathroom. You go and find some typical toiletries. Look in the shower, you don't see anything. Doesn't look like it was used. You start to kind of peruse the drawers. As you do so, Ryan, Royzen, you sit down as you're told that Prentice is in the bathroom performing physical examinations. You sit down with Simpson, and he goes over exactly what happened with you. Carson Kovacs, the IRS agent, listens in intently. She seems frustrated, angry, as she chime, she doesn't chime in, but she listens in. And you're told basically what you know, that they heard something from their target, Francis Ng. He was speaking to somebody who asked if he had the package, and then everything just shut down in the van. Booted back up after only a few minutes, but when it did, they couldn't find anything wrong. So it's just like they lost power suddenly weren't any other indications that there was a, a problem. Everything was, was green once the system booted back up. Any other questions you have for Simpson? No. Thank you for that information. If Reason's going to turn to Kovacs and ask if she's got anything she'd like to add. She shakes her head. No, it's just, I can't believe this two-year-long investigation ends up like this. She looks over almost accusatorily. At Agent Simpson, who furrows his brow, he looks a little offended. That's definitely a raw deal. The fact that he would die with no warning must be very difficult for you to handle. I think the fact that he's like three times larger and filled with like fluid is what I'm having difficulty with handling. But also two years of my life down the goddamn drain. Yeah, Royzen's just gonna make green noises and <laughs> nod. Sure, sure. You can tell that IRS agent Kovacs is, is quite peaked. If you have no, no other questions, you can stay here or you can return back to check on Paris. It's up to you. Ryan's going to return back. Chris, is the is the body, has it kind of like bloated into being basically stuck between the beds or is That's, it just- That is exactly how I described it. Pinned between the two twin beds. Pinned between the two twin beds. Got it. So us trying to drag it anywhere. Us trying to move it anywhere seems- Difficult. Unlikely. Ryan's going to take a look at the vial and see if the amount of liquid has increased in it. It has not. In fact, it seems to have decreased. By how much? Less than a millimeter. Maybe you just drew the line kind of weird. You're not sure. Um, fuck. So Paris, you watch as Royzen and Ryan return, full suited. You've kind of finished up in the bathroom. You threw it together again. Prentice is still busy in the other room. I uh, grabbed his phone, but y'all should take a look in the closet at his uh, artwork. We take a look. Can you repeat that description, Chris? Apologies for needing to repeat. No, no apologies necessary. It looks like somebody's used black charcoal, maybe chalk to draw a picture of a large door, complete with a round handle. Again, the lines seem bold and well-practiced, almost like calligraphy. It's a picture of a door, like, this is silly, but like, life-sized? It is, it is, yes. Okay, 
As it's about as tall through. as the door into the hotel room. Interesting. And it just looks flushed with the... Ryan's going to push at the handle, kind of sign to himself that he's at this level of skepticism <laughs> about the world. Yeah, it, it, it smears it a bit more. Okay, great. Well, that's pretty weird. We need to figure out how we're going to cover up this clearly insane physical situation. I mean, how does a... We don't even know how a body gets this big, but we need to find some kind of way to explain this to everybody else who's seen it. And I'm a little bit worried if that's going to become impossible if he explodes and paints the room in goo. Look, honestly, I bet a lot of these people just want to go home and put this behind him. I mean, we could probably just tell them close to anything and they'd just buy it just so they could move on. The thing we got to worry about is just the evidence itself, I think. It's not a bad idea. Agreed. So I guess let's wait to see if Prentice finds anything abnormal. And then if not, we let him go and... Go back to doing our thing. Yeah. So it sounds like the team, you're going to sit tight, wait for Prentice. Some of you out in the hall pacing a bit. Some of you next to the horrific bloated corpse of presumably Francis Ng. And hours pass as, as Prentice performs these long examinations taking him a bit longer than usual again he's encumbered but you all notice something water begins to ooze from the pores of the cadaver soaking into the carpet as it begins to shrink slow at first your face is screwed up brows furrowed as you watch then quicker and quicker and before you know it ink's cadaver it remains rather distended with skin stretched and loose, but it's no longer a massive, distended balloon between these two beds. It's just a badly bruised and undignified corpse of a, of a man. Nothing unnatural about it, just sad. There's not nearly enough water in the carpet to account for the size loss, and you can hardly believe what you're seeing. In fact, the loose and stretched skin doesn't seem like nearly enough for the sizable bloating that you noted when you first entered the room. All three of you go ahead and roll your sanities, please. Would you like to project any of this potential loss? Uh, yes, Ryan would. Go ahead and roll a 1d4 for me. You rolled 1d4. Nah, I already did. You already did, we saw it. Two? And then, do you mean to knock two off a bond? Uh, yes, choose a bond. Keep it tucked in the back of your noggin for next uh, potential home scene. Got it. Also, I still have Relic and Romeo as Delta Green Bonds. Do I remove those? They never go away. You'll always have that baggage that's not creepy but at all. you oh, so we're baggage now baggage, huh yeah you definitely yes your emotional baggage like, do we need to add lenny you did not ever form a delta green bond with him but you should probably always remember him as a character yeah. brief <laughs> but not impactful <laughs> royson would you Briefed like to and not impactful <laughs> royson will not project okay i mean she's already borderline insane so, Royzen, you for your brow. Go ahead and roll me another sanity, please. Uh-oh. And walk away from the room. You stand out in the hallway. You close your eyes and begin not singing, but speaking to yourself rapidly in Hebrew. It's a story that your father used to tell you when you were a kid to put you to sleep and you realize you're just kind of running through it as fast as you can. You've never really done anything like that before but your eyes are tightly screwed shut as you picture your father next to you, his back away from you as he reads this story that you're now, well, muttering under your breath in quick succession. Ryan, 
you fall back a bit after you realize this body, this, this puddle of flesh is all that's really left of the enormous unnatural blob that you were just so concerned about. And your mind is racing to just make sense, but something's, something's not clicking. It's like a gear that's stuck in place that keeps catching, never moving forward. And you start gripping the side of the, of the drywall that you're leaning against, really pressing your fingers into it over and over again until the pain kind of snaps you out of this breaking consciousness. You stop what you're doing and you do your best to rub your brow through the hood that you're still wearing. Sorry, Chris, that's just like any drywall or will like the closet door thing? It's it's actually not that. So it's it's just okay. one of the one of the walls that you kind of leaned up against. Okay. You're still kind of staring in the direction of the the crumpled corpse of Francis Ng. Yeah. Paris, you're not pleased with what you're seeing, but you can you can tell that Royzen did not want to be in the same room. She she definitely wasn't doing well with with what you're experiencing here. Ryan is uh, in his own little world right now. He's he's not looking good. Walk out into the hallway to check on Royzen. You see her in that closed eye, tightly shut, muttering fugue state that I mentioned. She doesn't seem to notice your approach. Hey, Royzen, you uh, you okay? She pushes you away with her left arm. All right. I go into uh, the room where uh, the next room over where uh, Prentice is located. So Prentice is still in the bathroom. He's now working on. You're told Agent Kovacs. The other hey four... Chris. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just I want to make sure I'm understanding kind of like what what we saw, like what the explanation was. So basically the guy shrunk back down, but like proportionally, it's not like he had a bunch of loose skin. It's like the skin also retracted. He's yes. Some of the skin is still loose and distended, but it just looks like a, you know, somebody who lost a lot of weight very quickly. Like that's the level of distended skin that we have here. Um, it it. It has no correlation to the unnatural bloat that you just witnessed. Okay. 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 That's helpful. Thank you. It, it just doesn't make any sense to you. I and and you're you're feeling uncomfortable in the room, but you can't bring yourself to leave it. Okay. Yeah, Prentice is still examining one last agent. And yeah, the other four FBI agents kind of look up. They are absolutely haggard and tired. It's around 5.36 in the morning. Paris goes up the door, just kind of knocks on it. Hey, Prentice, when you have a minute, I need to see you out in the hallway. Sure. Uh, just one moment. Uh, Paris walks back out to the hallway and walks back up to uh, Agent Royson. And uh, she's she's now just kind of breathing. She's no longer muttering under her breath. She looks up as you approach. She her her whole demeanor is like not now. As you walk up to her, I said, "Hey, Royson. Hey, um, Avi. You okay? Not really. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Well, I got a." So what'd you need me for? Yeah, you need to come in and look, take a look at the body. It's um not quite as big as it was. It did it didn't okay. pop if that's what you're thinking. But take a look. Good. Uh, okay. Well, lead the way. Chris, out of curiosity, and this is more of just a how does Delta Green work question. Like, could John or could Paris like tell Prentice like what happened ahead of time to like prevent a like sanity hit? Does he just did. Sense? He just did. Now, will that prevent a sanity hit? I don't know. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no. Prentice, <laughs> you walk into the room, and what you see is just utterly mind-boggling. The body's in an absolutely different state, a physically impossible different state. There's definitely some water oozed into the carpet underneath it, but not nearly enough. Not for what you saw. The skin has somehow elastically almost snapped back entirely in place. Now it is still loose 
around the arms and legs, the face a bit, sagging, but you don't see any indication of the discoloration, the, the bluish veins. It's just, it's like a completely different body. Roll your sanity. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> I'll be projecting. <laughs> okay, roll a 1d4, please. Uh, projecting on uh, Rodrigo again. <laughs> that guy. Anyways, so guy's going, going down. All right, so four willpower loss. Four from your bond with Rodrigo. Sorry, Rodrigo. Should have been cooler, bro. Uh, it's time to analyze those samples. This doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to grab all the samples that have been taken and take mm-hmm. them down to the 12th floor. The rest of you go with him, I assume. Do you release the agents from quarantine? No. Okay. After testing the sample in the FBI mobile lab, the forensics lab down there, it's distilled water. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, awesome. Agents, let's go upstairs before I tell you what I found. So we go up to the 14th floor again, mm-hmm. and uh, Prentice on, on the elevator right up says, uh, it's just water. Well, that sounds about as on brand as anything else unnatural. Why would it be, I don't know, something that we could actually investigate? Of course, it's <laughs> fucking water. Right. Ryan's very frustrated. Should have just licked the body. We would have known this a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can probably let those agents go now. Yeah, yeah. If it's not giving off anything other tell, than water. Tell them uh, it's probably, tell them it's not catching. And we're still going to continue to investigate and we need to cordon off the 14th floor, but the agents are free to go. I'll tell them. Fuck it. Prentice stomps off and uh, <laughs> relays that to the FBI agents and the IRS agent. The next few hours are quick. The FBI police come through and begin to take over the forensics investigation. Now, I will note that Agent Paris has that cell phone. We also removed the receipt with the words Jade Auction House. HK dollars, 15,000 for a figure. But otherwise, we left everything to be found by the mundanes. Well, I didn't realize that we were going to be turning over the investigation at that point, so I don't think... Uh, also... no, the moment, yeah, the, the moment you okay. do that, yeah, that's... Well, we're, we're... when, when quarantine's over, quarantine's over. That's on me for... So, no, we can't release anybody. <laughs> we, we have... <laughs> no, we have so actually... That's hey, on hey, me. I misunderstood. No. We can't release anyone, Dude, Ryan. You, can't, you actually can't roll that back, uh, and, and you shouldn't, <laughs> because you can't hold these guys for much longer without a really good reason. Right. So well, if the you... really good reason is uh-huh. that it's just poison and you're okay. gonna have to so are you, for an So antidote. are you going to tell Special Agent Glenn that there is a terrible contagion that has infected these agents and that's why you need to keep them longer? They're filled with rabies. <laughs> it's actually it's it's okay. I didn't I didn't mean to scare you off with my verbiage. It's it's okay. You you got some good stuff out of this. Well my concern so... is Chris is like part of the brief is around clean up um, and we've got cleaning up or, race. You know, <laughs> i mean it's clearly like a pretty fucked up scene we're leaving behind how so we've got a deflated balloon man but he no longer looks like that he just looks like he maybe lost some weight recently oh okay okay he undeflated. we've got a door to a race that we still have yeah, to erase before we, we hand that back over we need to wipe that down i mean i don't know if that matters that much it i matters. would i would argue as your friendly <laughs> neighborhood gm that there is literally nothing that would raise eyebrows or anybody would give a shit about that is left behind at this point. Okay, then I, yeah, let's. No one's gonna give a shit about the picture, a picture of a door in the hotel room. That's, Your verbiage was very menacing, Chris. That's not going yeah. to that. They're gonna go like, oh, somebody 
fucking Drew in here. Nobody's going to give a shit. You guys, however, as Delta Green agents are like, that's weird. You raise a finger and you think that means something, but nobody else would think that. I mean, two of us tried to open it. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Correct. The body is no longer in an unnatural state. Now it's already been seen in a natural state by many, many law enforcement officers. So I don't know what else you can really do around that. But if you want to keep the quarantine going, I'm happy to revisit and rewind there. I just, that's going to be an interesting way to go because you're going to have to basically heighten the urgency and say, this is a major biohazard event. We need to bring in more CDC or something along those lines. I'm happy to, to go that route, but that's what would need to happen with the agents. Gotcha. I think we should not. Well, okay, here's what I'm thinking. As an agent, am I satisfied? So we've verified that it's not some spreading thing. They don't have anything that looks like they'll get sick. It's weird we got some Chinese. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> um, well, I can... It just feels like it feels like we've we've uh, verified that there's nothing nothing wildly unnatural about this except for the gut, the state of the man's body and that is rapidly declining. Well, we do have a we have a lead. I mean, there was more than just Chinese on the receipt. It was also English and something about a package. Sure, but the English we can read and it's not significant. Yeah, but you know, they were meaning. saying something about a package and he just picked something up with an empty suitcase and you know, I think it's all connected. Yeah, it's worth translating. I mean, a few minutes in Google will give me a rough idea of what it says once we're somewhere more secure. I do want to get pictures of that closet wall. And even if civilians aren't going to know what it is, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to want to clean it down. Sure. Easy to do. So you can grab a towel and and just wipe it down. It comes right off. So Prentice is the one that's going to tell the folks that they can go? Yep. Are we going to retread that? Is that okay? Yeah, no, that's, I... You stomp off angrily? An angry stomp off again. This this whole trip has been kind of a waste of time. Yeah. And a gross misuse of his abilities. Uh, (laughs) As usual. (laughs) As usual. Frozen leans Uh, over to Paris and she's like, is he always this moody or is it PMS? (laughs) uh, It's just part of his charm. (laughs) Got it. Hands on hips. PMS! (laughs) (laughs) You, uh... Grumpily let them know that they can leave. Uh, They seem absolutely just relieved. Before you know it, FBI agents start filtering up to the 14th floor. They start continuing their investigation of the room. Special Agent Glenn connects with you. You basically let her know that no contagion was found. No biohazard issue was, was detected. The body just showed some abnormal bloating and is now whatever gas or liquid it's now been expelled and the cadaver is is quite normal and after hours working through this bureaucracy make your way down load your vehicle back up and begin to drive out through the cordon in a way you do see news vans are also packing up at this time apparently some measure of press arrive while you're performing your investigation but they take little notice of you as you drive away and as you consider driving back to griffiths air force base or getting a hotel get a phone call only a few minutes after leaving the site from Special Agent Glenn. Let's see. I think it was Ryan who called down to her, so that's the number yeah. she's going to call. Okay. Hello? Hi. Uh, is this one of the CDC special technicians? Yes, ma'am. Another hyperhydrated body has been identified. I need you I need you to meet me at the medical examiner's office. Uh, oh. Nope, that's it. We're done. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs>
am Jeff, and you have slept for 8.0453 hours. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, okay, just hold your horses. Your foxy and homespun sayings will not assist in the continuation of the work. I urgently suggest you begin. Sure, sure, I know the routine. Wouldn't want you rattling your voice through my spoons or something. Just keep your pants on. Pants would be a confining aspect to my being. If given the choice, I would never adorn them again. As it is now, the notion is moot. <laughs> okay there, Jeff. Alright. <clears throat> hey there, uh, listeners. Thanks for having another gander and sticking with Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. Your support means the podcast can continue to be released in a relatively timely fashion, usually every other week. You can go big and leave a tip at ko-fi.com forward slash sorryhoney. That's ko-fi.com slash sorryhoney. That cash goes straight into getting the hardware upgraded to improve the show's quality. Or you could take a moment and leave a review on iTunes or Google to get the word out to other like-minded folk like yourself. That shit is helpful as, as shit. Shit. Ugh. Would you like to take it from the top? The work requires perfection. <laughs> yep, okay. Uh, <clears throat> it's extremely helpful to leave a review and cost you nothing at all but a slice of time. Visit the website at sorryhoney.captivate.fm and join the linked Discord server to chat with the cast and other diligent listeners like yourselves. Ah, another step now trodden on the path to the persistent endurance of the work. Sure thing, bud. Honestly, I think I'm uh, getting pretty good at this. Maybe I miss my calling as a radio DJ. You are adequate and continue to earn your allotted stipend of rest. <laughs> right. Okay, let's go get this day started. 